Welcome. This is Playing Favorites, and I'm Justin. I'm Paul. Welcome back. Doing? Yay, again. We're back again. <laughs> Hello. We're it's only been a week. every single time. Yep. 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 We're so excited to be back for our second season. We can't help it. I know. But, you know, we're excited. We have our Patreon page out now, and we have our first season, first episode out. Now back into our groove again. You know, we're back. Heck we're yeah. back. Heck yeah. We're in a groove. And we're okay. actually doing this is the second part in our two-part series, so... Uh, but before we get to that, Justin, why don't you tell them what we do here? We we talk about things, right? No, we, we this is actually a yeah. podcast. If you we, haven't we been here before, for some reason you missed part one. I don't know. I mean, you should just probably stop listening now and just, you know, just go back to the first episode of last season. Just start there. Yeah, just, just start all wait, over. Just... <laughs> what are you doing well, starting with the second season? You have to listen to every single episode first. I know. We we actually planned like five seasons out. Like this is all it's all planned. Mm-hmm. There are little no. Easter eggs in every episode. You have to put it together. <laughs> well, this is this is a podcast, if you didn't know, <laughs> where me and Paul actually talk about our favorite things across a variety of topics. Our favorite conspiracies included. Um, so okay. <laughs> every week we pick a category, do some research, and try to talk to each other through why we like something so much. Sometimes it's hard to talk if there's enough true. alcohol. If there's enough alcohol involved. <laughs> Once, especially if we start a little bit earlier in the night, yeah, it's a little bit difficult. But we're very excited. There are no formal rules for this, Justin. We like to talk. And this week's topic, um, as we as we said or alluded to, is favorite films of the last decade, part two, and we're covering the years 2015, 2016, 17, 18, and 2019. And the answer um, is Star Wars. We're done, right? You can go home. Yeah, you can go home. You can go, but I'm already home. Uh, <laughs> But before we get into all of those favorites we're going to talk about, because this is going to be a cavalcade, nonstop favorites, um, I do have a little surprise topic for you just to warm you up a little. Are you ready? Don't bring, don't bring up the human centipede. I will not. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's gone. But you know, no, wait, no. The, you said like the the last one came out in 2015, so there's yeah, still the potential to talk about it. The final session. <laughs> final session. Best movie of the decade, right there. Yep. Um. yep. So, Justin, uh, of the movies you saw in this five year period, what would you say was your most? I mean, what was you? What would you say would be your biggest disappointment of the things you saw? Well, this is actually nice. You, like, what's I... your worst? But like, which one? is like the one you had high expectations for but just didn't cut it yeah well that's good that i actually like you know listed all the movies that i actually watched versus last time trying to remember them after going to good idea so i actually listed every single movie here it's actually kind of interesting um as far as disappointment oh man i don't I don't know. I guess I, I definitely don't have a lot of expectations. I mean, I guess, I mean, I think, I think, I think I know why you brought this up. I think I know what you want to talk about. Oh, no, no. I don't have an ulterior motive. Really, I don't. I really don't. <laughs> I you may I think yours. I do, but I, I don't. It wasn't. It wasn't really. <laughs> well, I, I, I mean, I'll be honest, because you hype me up about this movie so much that I'm just going to say Batman vs. Superman. 
I mean, and I think a close tie to that, a close tie to that, and it came out in the same year, is X Men Apocalypse. I actually really wanted that be to be a good movie. Yeah, yeah, and that was. I, I, yep, I would yep. say that was more of a disappointment than Batman v Superman, though. That, I would say that. I guess, I guess that's my answer then. X Men okay. Apocalypse. May, way more disappointing because it's way it's a wor- it's a worse movie than Batman v Superman. Yeah, and it's funny because like okay, so um, X Men Apocalypse was actually like on my short list here of like disappointments. You didn't um, even watch it. Uh, <laughs> nope, nope. But then I start like I didn't actually watch it in theaters. I started watching clips of it after it was out, and I was just kind of appalled. Mm-hmm. And um, the initial reviews like basically scared me away. I was so like, I I mean, like it was kind of hard to get excited for it because I did not think they could do apocalypse. Well, guess what? They didn't. They didn't. You know, Uh, you know, know the actor for that, by the way, Oscar Isaac, right? I know. It's like so weird that he played that role. And I, there's so many weird choices in that movie. Like, you know, their decision for storm and, you know, trying to do Archangel again. And like Olivia Munn for, for Psylocke, you know, oh, I just... Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I like the idea of doing the Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse, you know, like, of, like Apocalypse's Four Horsemen. And, yeah, maybe they could actually fix Angel from uh, X-Men The Last Stand and actually make him, you know, like, a decent character. Why don't they just, like, th- like make a movie of what happened in the cartoon series? Because that was actually good. You know, like the Warren Worthington Angel turning, <laughs> you know getting um you know what is it like uh transformed by apocalypse into archangel like that's a good story that's a compelling story like just just fucking make the cartoon like storylines into movies please yeah it's just, uh, you know it's, it's that transitional stuff we were talking about that in the first half of this decade it's like oh. they're just they're, they're like holding on to these old like the x-men movies are the true like representation of like old school comic book movies and they just didn't know how to like transition that into and they wanted to keep making they didn't want to reboot it so they just like oh we'll just we'll hold on to that just change the actors and that will help it while we liked some things about uh days of future past right it was just trying to reconcile two things that were very very different right the patrick stewart universe and the newer james mcavoy michael fassbender universe and i think i think it should have stopped at at uh days of future past they should have been like okay now they're part of the same universe but now let's just say goodbye to this universe and let like let it breathe and start over yeah but like no, even they, even they apocalypse is like the downfall of apocalypse too it's like they throw in wolverine for no reason like it yes. just like yes unnecessary well weapon x stuff like why why <laughs> why did we need it <laughs> Oh, anyways, I mean, if you guys, I mean, honestly, if anyone here is listening, like that movie, it's fine. You know, enjoy your X-Men. Yes, it's just, we, yeah, we I guess. We love the know, X-Men too, but, you coming know. Coming from the 90s with a, with, a, with a really amazing cartoon that oh. honestly, like, you know, just really kind of solidifies what X-Men is. I mean, I granted, like, I'm sure people that won't read the comic books have a different perspective, but, like, I don't know. I guess we, we just expected better with Marvel. In the handling of X-Men characters, you know, considering what we got with Avengers and the MCU and all that stuff, but... There's still hope. There's still hope. Within our <sighs> lifetime, there may be hope. Yeah. I just <laughs> you wanna, know what I, I just say? Wanna... Within our lifetime, because it yeah, may take, like, 10, 15 years for this to be... Um, can I tell is you that what your, my biggest... Is that... No, okay, no, no. My, my biggest disappointment was actually uh, an Oscar award winner 
in the year 2017. Okay. It's uh, the movie, the Guillermo del Toro movie, The Shape of Water. Oh, okay. I, yeah, I never watched it. Um, I saw it, and I had really high hopes for it because it seemed like it was like it seemed like it, it was like uh, the creature from the Black Lagoon, which I loved as a kid. Like those like old like Frankenstein and Swamp, um, swamp Thing things like that. Yeah, the well, Swamp Thing, but like uh, like Frankenstein, like the Bela Lugosi Dracula. They used to show those on TV all the time. Yeah, yeah, the mummy, and I, the like, mummy, like the, the Wolfman, the Mummy. Yep, yep. Um, so I love the creature from the Black Lagoon because I thought like I love the costume. I thought it was really cool. And when when I saw that this was coming out, like this is what uh, Del Toro was working on, I was like, whoa, like this looks really interesting. And I kind of understood like, oh, it's, it's like it's a love story instead of, you know, like a horror story. And I was OK with that. It just was like, meh, is the best I could say about it. It was like, OK, it kind of went by the same story beats. Like if you if you had said, like, what do you think this movie's about? Like, I probably could have like in the parking lot outside of the theater explained to you what I think would happen. And then it wouldn't have been too different from what actually happened in the film. Um, it was cool. There was a lot of like interesting visual stuff and kind of like surrealist stuff. But I don't know. I guess I expected more. It did win the Oscar, which was cool. But there were better movies that year, mm. to be honest. So, so on the flip side, then, what movie, I guess, like, I mean, it doesn't have to be one of your favorite ones, obviously, that we'll talk in the next part. But, like, was there a movie that really just kind of took you off guard? Maybe it wasn't, like the best movie of the year but like it's like oh i'm surprised that this was a good movie you know what i will i will give credit where credit is due to that movie the witch um I think it's, yeah, yeah we talked about that movie i didn't even see it though yeah i i did not know what to expect uh going into that and i was i was pleasantly surprised at just like how good of a horror film it was it really it really creeped me out it did the job well mm-hmm. um it's not one i would like uh, like yes i would like to watch this every halloween but it, it, it's like something i would i would definitely show somebody else i think also the movie it follows comes out in this time like in this five-year period oh, and yeah. you're gonna listen to all these movies i don't know <laughs> well, well I, I think we talked about this one though it was the one like it was like kind of like a, a stand-in for like a like an std or an sti of like person has sex with another person oh, and then, yeah, you did. like you the did thing follows them but it could just walk like like those two movies and they're both made by i think like the same production company a24 um they've been producing a lot of really interesting cool movies and i i really was like i had no expectations for either one and i was i was like yeah this is good this is mm-hmm. good like I, i'd like to see more from these uh the people who are writing and directing uh those movies but yeah like, I got two that were kind of surprising. I mean, they're not by any means, like, you know, my favorite ones. But, like, sure, sure. The, the Tomb Raider movie that was made recently. Um, oddly yeah. enough, I really I really enjoyed that one. Like, I didn't go in with any kind of expectations whatsoever. Like, I mean, I remember seeing the, the Angeline Jolie ones back in the, you know. Oh, my God. Way back when, right? <laughs> Talk about embarrassing but, to watch nowadays. But those are, they did really well. I mean, like, the ones that well, they came out, people loved <laughs> of them. Of course they did really well. <laughs> But they like I do, like milk, but and, they did and, really well. And I think that's the thing. Like I think there is a trend of like these video. We you know complain about like you know why can't they figure out X Men? Well, I mean, video game movies have been generally really bad for the most part as well. It's and true. even true. they do well though. Look at the Resident Evil movies. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Like I couldn't believe they were still making them. <laughs> but I don't know. Tomb Raider, like it was, it was a like if you didn't know it was it was a a video game movie. Like I feel like you would have you still have a fun time with it. 
Like it's it didn't feel like a video game movie. Yeah, it's Laura Croft and it you know it has that kind of same feel to it, but it didn't. I guess like I don't know. I don't know what you want to call it. It was it was a really good adventure movie, and it it kind of really uh, kind of gave the ambiance of what the the reboot was that came out a few years back. And I, I really I really enjoyed it. I was, I was actually surprised. I don't even think the the marketing and the ads really kind of justified what the kind of movie it was. I think they're trying to feed off like the you know video gameiness of it. Yeah, oh, they should have. They they could have like advertised that a little bit better. They could have pushed it a little bit more. It seemed like it got nothing in in, in the way of advertising or um, mm-hmm. you know just like trying to like show off like that this is. Yeah, the story of Lara Croft, but it's it's not the Angelina Jolie one. It's not like a video game movie, like it, it because because it's what it's kind of based on like the remake of the game too, right? Yeah, I mean, they, it they, was like they, kind of they, like the they, evolution they... of that character and that story. It kind of had that same kind of beat of like her like you know crashing with a boat like a boat a boat sinks and she lands on the island that she's trying to go to, but they change the overarching story when she gets there. Like, I mean, obviously, because it isn't a video game. I think that was smart, because the video game... I love that video game, honestly. If we ever go back that far, uh, that was, like, my video game of that year. was the okay. Reboot of Tomb Raider. All right. Um, Stay tuned, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that was in this past decade. Uh, but anyways, oh. like, I, I, I can't remember, though. Uh, I, I did love that game, but, like, obviously, there's, like... It, you know, it... it the, the, the way you move through the game, all the puzzles and finding all the temples, like they didn't do that here. They did keep create that sense of like she, there was a military she's going against, and then she does like the kind of like what I, I guess you want to call them like the Indiana Jones or Uncharted kind of events where she has to like jump across the waterfall and do do crazy things. Yeah, but it was nowhere near like Angelina Jolie stuff. Like you know what I mean? Like where it was just yeah. like campy and i don't know i just i handled that character I, I think they gave her a little bit of respect and it's it took me off guard i'm not by any means trying to make this movie seem like it's like like the best movie ever made but it's like it, it definitely was a really good like you know had a big had a good story you know had the climax an end and i felt you know i, I guess i felt like i was like I, I watched i watched something that made sense i wasn't like disappointed by anything you know it's like it was good it pleasantly surprised you right like it you you didn't really have any like huge expectations for it and you're like "Ah, decent job like good job would you would you say that the action in the movie as you said is more like indiana jones or would you say it's more like uh fast and the furious now the way things are going these days as you said uh last time no it's not the uh, car cutting a rope bridge and yeah, no, it's more like Indiana Jones. Like, I mean, I I kind of related to like her, like you know, him being chased by a boulder down a canyon. You know, that it's more like that. Yeah, but but and, Justin, what if it was a car being chased by a boulder down a canyon? That's all I'm trying to say. <laughs> what if it was one of the Fast and Furious cars being chased by a boulder? I'm just saying, it could be a car. It doesn't have to be a person. Listeners, right, well, listen to part one well, if you have it. Go, go, I, I think I think I'm warmed up enough to. I don't want to talk about cars anymore. I think we did enough last episode. Good. I thought you'd like to talk more about Vin Diesel. Big fan. I mean, that's listed here. I mean, we got Furious Seven or Fate of the Furious or. That's the eight. Fast and Furious. One. Get it? Ah, Fate. Get it? Yeah, F- yeah. Fate and Furious. I like. I love Fate and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> <laughs> Just the titles make me laugh. I, 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 you know what? One of these days, I think we should just watch them all, Paul, and just drink a lot. Like we're just gonna. You're gonna have to get <laughs> through them. Plan a weekend. I, listen, 
I think one of the best sequel names in in history is Too Fast, Too Furious. And when I heard that they were making a third one, I was like, is it going to be called Three Fast, Three Furious? Like, I was so excited for it. Nope, that was Tokyo Drift. Tokyo Drift. All right. Now that, you know, we're warmed up, let's take a quick break. When we come back, we'll start talking about the year 2015. And welcome back. We're here to talk about favorite films of the decade, and we're going to start by going with 2015. So, Paul, what before we you give me your favorite here, we've uh-huh. been we've been going through this with all the years just to kind of get a sense of, you know, what year this was. We're going to go through like some of like the top grossing films of that year. Sure. Uh, and this has been a weird kind of thing. This has like been a weird memory lane thing for me the last five years because I realized. I went. I've gone through three job changes within this time frame. Oh, so, so I'm like looking at like the, the amount of movies I watch one year versus another year, and it's like really kind of, kind of entertaining, if if you would. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> but 2015, um, big year for me, obviously. But you know, the top grossing. I'm going to do the top five. Uh, okay. Five was Minions. I don't know. I don't know. I think that's a Despicable Me movie. Yes, that's like the, the Minions. It's, yeah, it's them. But they that was the fifth. That was number five. Yeah. Holy uh, shit. Number five. Oh my. Okay. Yeah, it beat it beat Spectre. In, I'm gonna just do all ten because it, just to give you an, an idea, we got with number ten, The Martian, Hunger Games Part Two, like Baka J Part Two, Mission Impossible, Rogue Nation, Inside Out, Spectra, Minions, Avengers, Avengers, Age of Ultron. Yeah. Here we go. Fur- Furious Seven, which did better than Avengers, which is. You know, kind of, kind of funny to me. Is we this really highest gotta... grossing films of of 2015, really? Yes, yes. Wow. Okay. And then last, the, the next two is Jurassic World. Yeah, yeah. And then this one probably is an easy, easy, easy one to guess. It's Star Wars: The Force Awakens. Yeah, it's the. I think it did the best out of all of the of the sequels, right? I'm pretty yes, sure. Yeah, that, it, yeah, because it, it, it made almost and, like a billion dollars. I, I remember that. Like it was huge. Uh, huge. Well, worldwide gross, it's over two billion. Wow. Damn. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, you got ten years of, uh, you know, between Star Wars movies, and you know, obviously people were just like really wanting more after the. Yeah, we were excited. We were excited. We were, I was like, super excited. Like I remember when the trailer dropped for that movie, and oh I, I, well, you know, we get into that. Go, go your do do your favorite. Well, I did want to say a quick word about Avengers: Age of Ultron, the worst Avengers movie. I must I must just say. Well, there's only, there's technically only four of them. Yep, and then it's the worst. I think <laughs> it's the worst one. It's not bad by night. By no means uh, is it horrible. It could have been. It could have been so much better. It could have been, so, been much so much better. better. I, I feel like it. the more you watch it, the more it, it's it, the better it gets. But like, it, well, that's it, like yeah, Stockholm it, Syndrome, though. <laughs> it's like if you're left with one movie to watch and you watch it over and over. Yeah, I, like, I remember when I first watch. watched it, though, I really liked it. And then when I went back to watch, I'm like, eh, it's not as good as I thought it was. And then I gave it some time to breathe. And I went back and I was like, oh, it's OK, it's not too bad. I mean, there's some cool parts into it, but there, there are, yeah. I guess my, my like a lot of my problem was I love the voice of James Spader as Ultron. Mm-hmm. But I just felt like the character and the design of Ultron could have been better. I don't know. It's, I like I like him in the comics, like no moving mouth, you know, just yeah. like a kind of like dead faced robot. But I understand they couldn't do it. They had to give him robotic lips for some reason, which are really weird and gross to look at. Yeah. But anyways, I, yeah, Justin, moving on. My favorite film of 2015. 
You know what it is. Is it? The, sure. is it, is it yeah, I mean, I don't know why. How you could pick anything else here? Right. I mean, I mean not only is it part of what, one of my favorite film series, but it is like an excellent entry in that film series. It's Mad Max Fury Road. Okay. It is. I, I was gonna. I was amazing. wondering. I was wondering. Yeah. So here's the thing. A, what? Here's the thing. Go on. Like I was debating about cutting out Star Wars movies for all my answers just to make this show more interesting. <laughs> I agree. I agree. <laughs> but because that would have been my other answer would be Mad Max oh, as well. True. Okay. Like it, well, it, 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 it was a great you movie. Can join I, I, you can join me, yeah, please. We, we'll talk oh, about yeah. Force Awakens later because I, I that's. <laughs> so I mean, the, when I when I went to see Fury Road, I mean, like we all were kind of like unsure to to say to say the best like we like the trailer looked cool but it looked pretty crazy and i wasn't really sure like what to expect and uh we, my my wife and i went to go see it and we saw it in 3d and it was <laughs> it was amazing it was like one of my best one of my favorite uh, movie going moments ever because like I'm not huge into 3D, I don't really like it that much, and my wife definitely doesn't like it. I can't, I can't even watch 3D. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, there was just, I mean, like about like 20 minutes into it, we just kind of like looked at each other and started laughing because we we're like, this movie is just, it's just gonna keep going. Like this is yep. just gonna keep going. <laughs> and like, yeah, like I, I remember seeing were, that opening just, night, opening night that film. And I was excited for it because, I mean, I hadn't seen a, a Mad Max movie in a while. And the trailers really, really sold me. Like, I just, like, this yeah. movie looks, like, visually astounding. I've heard so many good things about it, like, go, leading up to it. And um, I, I, I remember leaving that movie. Like, I went to see it with a, with a friend of ours from high school. Um, and we went really late at night. And, like, we didn't say anything after the movie. We're just, like it just like it just hit you like we we're like that was great but there was nothing else to talk about it was just like that's it like that was a great action movie like you just you just absorbed all of it in because it, it wasn't anything like you there was no like mystery box or what's gonna happen next or no, what do you think no about real, this like yeah no real like ambiguity it's just no. like okay max is moving on at the end and that's just what max does like you've seen a, you've seen a couple mad max movies you know that like like the movies really aren't about max at the same time you know like the road warrior is a great example like he he's basically like helping a group of people you're like you know you're concerned about him but then like your focus is pulled to like other people who are in trouble and they're like max like will you help us and he's like all right fine then and then the same fury road you get this basic like basically the same idea Oh my god, visually stunning. The music's amazing. Like it is just a, a non-stop chase scene. Yeah. And like when you think they're going to stop and like take a breather for a moment, it's just like it's literally like okay, take a breath. Cuz here <laughs> well, we go again. I mean, I mean the, the 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 like the whole like thematic of it. I mean, I'm this doesn't really give anything away in the movie. Just go if you haven't seen this movie, go go see it. It's it's Yeah, what are you doing? Stop right you now. Do, you you don't even you don't even need a like a it doesn't even matter if you know the story of this movie. Yeah. Like yeah. it, it, that doesn't matter, but like yep. the, literally the, the gist of this movie is like, let's go run away from these people, okay? Let's run away, and we yep. get away. You know what? That was a bad idea. Let's just go back through them. Wait, <laughs> running away will only will only end up in death. If we go back, we have a chance to win 
and still live. You know, it's 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 just a fun movie. Charlize Theron is amazing in it. Yeah. Um, oh, even yeah, um, Tom Hardy is 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 like good himself. I have to say that was a good that was a good choice replacing Mel Gibson. Like if yep. you, know, you had to, because you have to, right? I mean, you can't do you can't. It's not like he's Indiana Jones and is going to keep making more movies. It just doesn't work. Yeah, it's not song. like that, which is not happening happening at all, right? No, they're making another one. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's not a good example. <laughs> but, uh, but, but yeah, I, I, that would it, you know because Star fun. Wars Star Wars aside, because I am a Star Wars biased person, and I will always probably put that as like my highest favorite. Not for every year that Star Wars came out, because I'm not used to having Star Wars movies. Like literally, a Star Wars movie came out every year of this this part of the decade. Yeah, isn't it crazy? Just looking at the the top ten grossing and yeah. like Star Wars, Star Wars, crazy? Star Wars. Like the thing that it makes it so like a time warp, just like the last episode, is the fact that Age, Age of Ultron came up the same year as Force Awakens. My brain doesn't remember that. Like I thought yeah. that was way before, right? It's just like it's just time's weird. <laughs> I guess, yeah. So you you think about like the Force Awakens because I mean you you've gotten like its latest installment or the last installment in that, and then Avengers ended, but like Avengers like so much happened in between. Whereas in the Star Wars movies, in terms of film, nothing you know in terms of that plot happened in between those three movies. You know, you've got like yeah. books and comics and whatnot, but no film in between. You got the Rogue One, and you got Solo, but. Mm-hmm. Anyways, yeah. anyways, we yeah. are talking about Mad Max right now, and I'm so sorry. Star Wars can take a backseat for a moment. <laughs> what else talk do you about want to a really add? good else? series of. We films. have a lot of years to go through here, so what this other is what true. other things? Well, what so you, so Force Awakens was was yours, obviously. You said. Well, we can talk about that later. <laughs> okay. Did you have a different favorite for 2015? That no, you really my about? my answer was Mad Max. I don't I don't have another one to talk about that year. I mean, honestly, there wasn't much else that I saw that year. I mean, I, I mean, honestly, like, you know, we already talked about half of them. So, okay. <laughs> so then, Justin, let's talk about the year 2016. And if no, I may, is... oh, let, me, let, let me let me tell you the uh, what was in the what were the top grossing films of 2016? Oh, okay. Yes. Yes. Uh, I don't want to do the top 10, but I'm going to because it's uh, it's a weird mix of things <laughs> for the movie Sing. <laughs> From what I gather, that movie is just about Wait, animals. Wait, where are you? I about, are you looking at America gross? Because I'm looking at worldwide just and seeing that in there. Oh, I'm, I'm talking American gross. Sorry. No, I was, I've been looking gross. at worldwide. Oh, okay. Do, I got it right here if you want me to do worldwide. Well, I, okay. Go ahead. Let's hear it. Okay, I got Suicide Squad as number 10, Deadpool, right. Fantastic right. Beast, and Where to Find Them, Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice, The Secret Life of Pets, because you got to bring the kids to the movies, The Jungle Book. <laughs> Zootopia, Finding Dory. See the the, the theme there? Um, And then Rogue One, the Star Wars story. Captain America, Civil War. Civil War, yeah. Yeah, So the year Civil War came out. Um, So none of of those movies is my my favorite. How about you? What was your favorite in 2016? Um, It's Suicide Squad, isn't it? No, no. I know you're a big so, fan of that. So, Star Wars aside, like, and this is the thing, I don't have a lot to tell you about this movie, but I, I kind of want to bring it into the light because of all the movies on this list, this one actually, and I didn't watch it this year. I watched it later on. What's that? And I really wanted to see it. People raved about it. And, and that movie is La La Land. Oh. 
with uh, Ryan Gosling and yeah. I can't remember the Emma other Stone. actress. Emma Stone. I don't know if you've seen that movie. I have. Um, and I just, I just really love that movie. I don't I mean it's just a good, fun musical. I, I, I like, I like a lot of musicals. I mean, I used to like, like watching Moulin Rouge and older musicals, and obviously Disney. I love a good musical, and that one just kind of took me off guard a little bit because people, I remember like hearing about it a lot and just sort of like piqued my interest enough because I generally don't steer away from like you know action movies anymore. It's just, it's hard not to watch other movies besides those. But that one really want I really wanted to see, and I just I just loved it. I thought it was a really entertaining story, um, the way they handled the, the the music scenes and the 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 dancing and stuff. It just I don't know. That one just really surprised me that year. I really really I, liked it. I, I I agree. It's a it's a good musical. It's fine film. It's um I like I've you know I've got problems with it. Like I as I was okay. watching it. But um, but no 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 it was it, it's like they all did a really good job they made a pretty like a decent movie and and I mean like it got a lot of accolades too so mm-hmm. nice nice switching it up see yeah I just wanted to try yeah. something different because obviously I didn't want to do Marvel and Star Wars all the time because what's your what's your favorite one that year oh well um not to uh, stay in the genre of action film. This one was very different. Um, it's Shin Godzilla. I saw the, that uh, on there. I knew you were going to bring oh, that up. God, I love that movie so much. <laughs> it, I love Godzilla movies, period. And this was the first Godzilla movie. I, I, I did not like the American Godzilla that came out, like, what, like four years ago, five years ago? The one that King of the Monsters is the sequel to? I didn't like it. I didn't think it was great. I thought it was kind of boring. Um, but Shin Godzilla came out in the same, I think in the same year, I think it must've been the same year and Maybe. it was amazing. Uh, so it's, 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 it's directed by the same guy who made Evangelion. Right. And mm-hmm. it's very similar to that. Um, to that, I guess in, in terms of like giant monster, but it like takes on many forms. So it's kind of anime ish. So, like, okay. Godzilla starts as this weird, like, worm-like thing that comes out of the ocean, and you basically just, like, watch him evolve. Um, the, the acting in it is great. What's really uh, the best part of it is that it's it shows how, like, the bureaucracy in, Jap- in, in, Japanese, in the Japanese government, like, is what prevented them from actually, like, you know, stopping Godzilla. Because all they kept doing was having meetings. They'd be like, oh, this is a very interesting... Uh, notion. Well, we should have a meeting about it. Okay, let's have a meeting. And then it would just cut to like a big boardroom. And they'd be like, hmm, this is interesting. We should loop the president into this. And then it would cut to a different meeting. And it's like, while this is happening, Godzilla is fucking destroying the city, you know, outside. It's <laughs> way like... more interesting. The, that was, that's way more interesting than the Godzilla movie I watched this past decade, which is the one yeah. sequel to the one that I didn't see. King of the Monsters, yeah. I watched that, oh. I watched that recently, too. And I have to say, it's at least it's cool looking, like. Yeah. But yeah, I'd rather watch meetings than what they showed as far as the human element of that movie. But really there are some cool. really cool, the really cool shots in it. But yeah, I've always wanted to watch it in Godzilla, but I just had a chance to see. It. I don't, I don't know where I would even find it. Like Probably the uh, music is great. The I mean, you, I think you can rent it or you can buy it. Like it's not. Sure. It's not but uh, I mean, like the music's great. The actual actual Godzilla is great. Like they managed to make him new and different but at the same time like adhere to some classic things like his atomic breath and you know like there's just elements of it that you're like yes like these people who made this movie 
obviously care about Godzilla and like really like know about Godzilla. And like it kind of like shined through in the movie. That's why I really like it. It's one of my favorite movies, one of my favorite Godzilla movies, and definitely my favorite of twenty sixteen. Nice. I do want to I want to show uh, throw out Captain America Winter Soldier. I really really enjoyed that movie a lot. I mean, I probably you mean Civil I, I, you War? Push come to shun. No, wait. Did Civil War or Winter Soldier come out that yeah, year? Yeah, Civil War. Civil War. Oh, I wrote the wrong one. Okay. Well, Civil War is good too. So. Yeah, the other one was 2014, I think. But oh, that's yeah. why I, I got confused on when when things came out. I I, I think I wrote you, down the wrong one. You know, but we had a conversation about Civil War where you helped convince me that yes, it was a good movie. It's just it was just <laughs> it was just given the wrong name. Like they yeah. should have called it anything. What did we say? Like it should have been Captain America Domestic Dispute. <laughs> yeah, so you brought that up. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Instead of Civil War, <laughs> and it would have been fine. I'm sure it would have gotten a like another controversy for that name, but you know. <laughs> better than civil war because civil you know, war is a whole other it's Cap, story it's like captain yeah. america the big misunderstanding that, that's that's all is... <laughs> and i'm picturing like chris evans on the cover of it like with his hands up like <laughs> whamp, whamp. like sorry you just had a misunderstanding that, like to me like out of all the movies like uh, all the avenger movies that that one really felt like that fight between all the, all the avengers was just that was awesome it was awesome you know, it was our the, first taste of what would come, you know, like in um, in the Infinity War, you know, of seeing like a big fight between a lot of heroes. Yeah, yeah because like you don't really get those in the first two Avenger movies of like of like superhero versus superhero, right? Mm-hmm. Like or villain even too, like because all all the first two Avenger movies are them just fighting minion armies. Yeah, they don't minions really... or one main bad guy. Yeah, or robots. Yep, <laughs> lots of robots, lots of putties to fight for the Rangers yes. to fight. <laughs> Gotta hit that so. Z. <laughs> well justin um, shall we uh shall we talk shall we move on to uh the year 2017 sure are sure you ready i i think so well why don't you I tell mean, us what were the now, now that now that now, now that i have civil like i got to erase when the civil war was let i got i got my list all mixed up civil war came out in 2016 2016 yes okay <laughs> oh man this was this was a tough year for me to decide. It really was. It is. It is a tough year. It took me a while to really uh, narrow this one down. There's some good well, movies in this year, though. That's the thing. Yeah. There, why don't you a, tell us like, about the the highest grossing ones between? Oh, that's right. 2017. Um, I've got I've got the ones. Uh, from the, the bottom up, Wonder Woman, Thor, Ragnarok, Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume Two. Yep. Wolf Warrior 2. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> Maybe we should have stuck with the American Wolf Warrior 2. Uh, <laughs> I, I think it's kind of cool doing the overall ones because it shows okay. how much money they made it worldwide. Because uh, most of we know most of them. Spider Man Homecoming, uh, Jumanji Welcome to the Jungle, Despicable Me 3, The Fate of the Furious, because, you know, they, ah. keep, they keep doing well, uh, mm-hmm. Beauty and the Beast, and Star Wars The Last Jedi. So, uh, uh, what is your what's your favorite? It's Thor Ragnarok. See, right. yeah, that's the thing. I'm leaning to that one. I really I am. Love that movie. All right. Like I know that I know Logan came out this year. I know Spider Man Homecoming, as you said, and I already mentioned The Shape of Water. That's what won Best Picture, I think, of uh, twenty maybe 2018 or of 2017. But like mm-hmm. that um, Thor Ragnarok is just super fun. It's got Mark Mothersbaugh, the guy from Devo. Who uh, do who did the music for it? He's also done the music oh, okay. for I don't know Rugrats, 
and <laughs> the life aquatic he's done he's done a lot of like synth awesome like awesome synth music uh and he's great at soundtracks mm-hmm. um well the music the, great. The, this just the music selection for those two scenes of like i figure what song they use they use like two like like older songs i can't remember it's not clicking what the name of the song is in ragnarok oh. yeah when he like in the beginning it's just like um oh god i can't remember it's like da, 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 da. like how's that like how's that go uh i don't know whatever there's, there's actually <laughs> lyr- i know it's like lyrical songs that they use like when he like gets when he's fighting the the the, the volcano looking guy Oh, so it's it, the um, it's the uh, it's Led Zeppelin's immigrant Led Zeppelin. song. That, immigrant, yeah, yeah. Come Don't, to the it, land of the ice and snow. See, I got it. They got the song right. <laughs> <laughs> but I think they do that later I prefer too. For your he, version, <laughs> they do that later when he gets like the when he gets like all crazy powerful. Yes, yes, when he gets okay. infused with the lightning. But uh, yeah, though that was a that was a great one. You didn't didn't want to do Justice League. You didn't want to pick that one. <laughs> Um, nope, because I didn't bother to see it. Didn't bother to see it. We didn't. We didn't even talk about Batman v Superman at all. I know. Uh, I thought you were going to bring that up as most appointed, honestly. But oh, you thought that one was? I thought you were going to say that I was going to say the Last Jedi was the most disappointing. Oh no! I thought I that's like... where you were leaning me towards. No. And I was like, no, 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 it's not that. Because I feel like you, I feel like you were like though you have your qualms with it. I don't feel like you were like to the point of level of disappointment as like Batman v Superman disappointed. Cause you were really oh. excited for that movie. <laughs> I was. And then every single, okay. Once they announced it, I was like, Oh my God, they're going to do what happens in um, Batman. The dark Knight returns the Frank Miller graphic novel, which you have and you are, you know, you're, you're reading right now, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Good. Yeah. Good. I, I've read the uh, cover. <laughs> so, I was like, finally, the the only like the like the the best I feel like fight between Batman and Superman, they're gonna do it on film. And then every piece of media that came out around that film just made it feel like, oh crap, they're doing it wrong. Oh crap, they're doing it wrong. Oh geez. And then finally, like the last trailer, they show us Doomsday, and we're like, yep. God damn yep. it. And I, and it, even then, I was just like. You were holding that hope. Maybe it'll work. You were holding that hope. I was like, so, like, because after, like, Man of Steel, I just did not have a good feeling for that movie. I don't know what it was. Just, and I've I've talked about this before. I just do not like Henry Cavill as as Superman for one. It's not like I have anything against the guy. He's just not Superman. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And I just think they rushed bringing in Batman, a new Batman again. We just got a great trilogy of Batman movies, and they just. And not to say Ben Affleck can't be a good Batman. I think they maybe could have pulled him off if they did it right. Yeah. But no. But okay. anyways, that's not where we're, we're not here not to do anything right. We're not talking about here about disappointments. We're talking about favorite movies. So, so you're saying Thor Ragnarok. So you know, yeah. I, I agree that's probably like my I, – I actually went in there very low expectations. I was kind of burnt out by Marvel by that point. Not that I didn't like it. It's just like I remember seeing the trailers. I'm just like, why are we putting Hulk in a Thor movie? Why I was worried, too. Yeah. I wasn't sure just, how this was going to play out. It, it looked really weird and really campy, and I'm just like, I don't like the direction of this. And But then when I finally watched it for the first time, I rented it, like I think, like the next year, and I got an Amazon. I just like so, – I have so – to the point where it's like I rented it on Amazon, so you get it for like, what, 48 hours or something? Yeah. And I'm like, I want to watch this again. So I watched it again. 
And then my dad came came to visit, and I'm like, I wanted to show you the beginning of this movie because I feel like you'll enjoy this. And he's like, Can we watch this whole thing? I'm like, Yes. Nice. So I watched it again. <laughs> Can <laughs> I, I just tell you? Like three... <laughs> I, I, I don't I don't really care about Kate Blanchett being uh, Hella, like the like her and like her fight with him. Like I could really care less. It's all the like space stuff that's awesome, mm-hmm. you know. Like him out there with the with uh, what's his name Jeff Goldblum. What is he? Oh, what yeah. was his name? The... Not the collector. Um, the maestro mm-hmm. or something. Oh, fuck, I forget his name. But anyways, because yeah, they kind of mixed like um, some of the Planet Hulk stuff yep. for uh, I- I- into this, and you got to see like Hulk as a warrior, and like I love that reveal. Like it's it's really it was really good. Well, they it was really they fun. actually they actually characterized the Hulk for the first time. It's like yes. He wasn't just like a mindless beast, which I'm just like, yep. okay, I actually liked the Hulk a little bit. Like I didn't like, I, I always liked when the Hulk was crazy and did cool things, but like, this you know, better. I just, yeah, it was, it was really good. And it, it really kind of solidified the relationship between, um, you know, Thor and, and him. Mm-hmm. Um, but aside from that, there is a, there's two movies I just want to bring it kind of shout outs. I would say favorites. But I I really want to give Blade Runner twenty forty nine some sort of recognition. Mm-hmm. Um, I I I'm a huge Blade Runner fan. I I remember watching that movie over and over and over again, the original one, and I really was excited they're making another one. You know, there's a point in me that I couldn't I didn't want to rush the theater to see it, which is sad on my point. I just you know, it's just like it's one of those things I want. I would love to go. I just with with us being parents of kids it's like sure, of course yeah you gotta be you gotta you gotta have, pick and choose um like i don't think i seen most of the movies from 27 i think the only movie i saw that year in theater was was the last jedi i don't think i i didn't see Thor ride rock in theater or any of these uh any of these movies in theaters yeah i don't, uh, I, don't I, I can't tell you how many of these i actually saw in theaters maybe i think i think it was shape of water might have been the only one but yeah yeah a lot of them just on home video Yep. <laughs> Blackbuster rental. Right. Yes. Um, <laughs> or video to roll. Um, <laughs> no one's going to get that reference. Video to roll. <laughs> the right people will. <laughs> <laughs> but I have to say, the way they handled a sequel to Blade Runner, I really, really, really appreciate it. It kept the tone. It modernized it. It didn't like go crazy changing the graphics because the, the thing is, the original Blade Runner it has amazing special effects. It does. Like you really, and, there, there's not much you have to do to kind of just like make another movie in that world nowadays. Like it's actually just like kind of easy. But, yeah, you know, but they still made it look like a little bit grander. Or, you know, I it had that kind of. I liked how they kept the slow pace of that film, and they didn't they didn't try to change it or. And they left like kind of like the the subtleties to it, like the little like you know the way it ends, kind of like I, I don't know how you want to describe it. Very like I wouldn't say anticlimactic, the right word, but just like okay, well it's over, and I'm just gonna move on. And you know Harrison Ford's with his 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 daughter robot. I mean I'm just kind of paraphrasing. Yep. But you know it's like I just love Ryan Gosling was a great choice for that. I don't really watch a lot of movies with him too much. I mean obviously I brought up La La Land, but I was actually I, was, I wasn't surprised. sure. I wasn't sure until I saw. I was like, "Oh no, okay, like that makes sense." Like he, yeah. he I'm like kind of his, hit or miss with him sometimes, but like no, I, I was. I, I appreciate. it. I thought that was good casting. I agree. 
No, I think the way they looped in Harrison Ford's character, um, you know, with Decker and, you know, bringing even back uh, how they handled bringing back uh, oh, whatever the girl's name, the other, the uh, well, his, his, well, his love interest, and I can't remember her name. Uh, the I character's can't remember name. the name either. Yeah, from the, the way they The way they bring her into the play, it's just like, I don't know, it's just like a really, really good film. And if you ever want a good science fiction flick, at least watch Blade One or the original one, and then and then watch this one. I mean, you don't need to watch both, but like I just think that the second one was a really good kind of continuation, and I really think it deserves at least some sort of credit that year. Right on, right on. Great flick, great flick. All right, Justin. Well, I mean, we've cleared through our first three years. Let's say we uh, we take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll finish off with 2018 and 2019. Hello there. Yes, you. Have you checked out our Patreon yet? It's got all sorts of fun stuff. That's right. There's a tier out there for everyone. At the 2 5 and $10 levels, you can support the show and get perks like suggesting topics for us, submitting questions for us to answer on the air, early access to episodes, ad-free episodes, and even monthly Patreon-exclusive episodes. A little help from our listeners will help us do more great stuff. So check us out on Patreon.com slash playing favorites of course there are other ways to support us you can follow us on twitter at play podcast you can subscribe uh, as well as give us an amazing review on itunes or spotify and of course share us with your friends and family we're trying to create a community and we want you to be a part so come join us and let's all play favorites together welcome back now is the time to talk about not only our last two years, 2018 and 2019, but don't forget, Justin, we're going to talk about our overall favorite of the entire decade. It's going to be okay. uh, the big sentence right there. Yeah, got to yeah. gotta think about it. I know, you, I know. Do you already know you your try, answer, or, do you, or is this going to finally... No, I don't know you. my answer, all right? It's between a couple. Um, I'm going to try and find a way to kind of hint, hinted at my answer earlier. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. all right. Well, um, Justin, would you uh, like to go first, or would you like to tell me what were the highest-grossing films of 2018? I could do the highest-grossing films. That's fine. Okay. Um, number ten. I'm just doing all ten now. Uh, Fantastic Beasts, The Grimes of Grinwall. I know you did not like that movie. Stop right there. Yes, that movie is terrible. I, that movie. I did not see it. That movie. Did you see the first one? The Fantastic. I saw the Beasts? first one. I saw the first one. It was okay. It's it's fun. It's 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 like it's okay. It's fine. It could be a standalone movie. They could have just made it a standalone movie if they wanted to. I don't know why they need to make this a trilogy, but this oh, movie. There's like five movie plans for it. Isn't there like five movies? Oh, that's for? right. Yeah, I think four or five. I don't know if this is going to happen, though. The Crimes of Grindelwald is fucking terrible. It's one of the worst <laughs> movies I've ever seen. Like, and I, and I, I say that with no hyperbole because it makes no fucking sense, dude. It doesn't make any sense. It's like the only movie that you watch and, and like, punishes you for watching it, you know? It's like, oh, you thought this was, you know, like, you, you, you've been following along. You would expect this character to do this. Well, they're not. 
and it just like just changed everything. Like, oh, I kind of want to watch this movie now just to see how bad this really is. You've got to drink while you watch it, though. You really okay. well, need a- to a- get a Amber, strong drink. Amber hand. already watched this. Amber already watched the movie, and I asked her how she's like. Oh, it was good. Well, that's what Amber's usual answer to most things. So. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, it was good. Even it's like, even, like she, even though she, when she even, she doesn't drink beer, right? And whenever I get like, you want to try this beer? Oh, that's 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 not, that's not bad. Like, Would you like another sip of it? No. No. Would you like me to get you another beer? No. That's actually that actually really reminds me of uh, my wife's father, of Kristen's dad, who um, will often say like, "Oh, like you, you 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 like he likes like maybe four or five meals and that's it, and like you give him something new and he'll eat it and be like, like what do you think? Uh, did you like it? And he'd be like, Yeah, no, it's good. Uh, okay, would you like me to make it again sometime? Nope. <laughs> Just very plainly, like, nope, don't make it again. Well, anyway, Fantastic Beasts, uh, Deadpool well, 2, uh, yeah, Mission Impossible Fallout, uh, Venom, which I kind of want to see someday, and I never did. Uh, yeah. Uh, I know it's probably going to be not, I mean, I, I don't know. I feel it's like a it's a Spider Man, man. That's what it is. <laughs> um, Bohemian uh, Rhapsody, uh, yeah. Aquaman, yeah. Incredibles 2, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Black Panther and Avengers Infinity War. Wow. I, I did not even put together that Black Panther and Infinity War came out in the same year. Yeah. That's pretty well, cool. like that's, yeah. Within like four, three months of each other, actually, too. Wow. Because you had to set up Black Panther because, you know, he had I mean, to be in the movie. They set him up a bit in Civil War, but yeah, they wanted to give him his own. They had to show Wakanda before they, went, they went to, well, before they went to Wakanda. But anyways, Paul, what's your favorite 2018 movie? Uh, none of those films on that list. Uh, my okay. favorite film is actually a Netflix film. Uh, Black oh. Panther is really close for this because I really, really, really enjoyed Black Panther. And I love all the actors in it. I thought it was really well done. But the movie I pick is The Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Um, it was a... <laughs> it's, it's an anthology movie. Um, so it's like a series of stories, you know. But it's um, it's all based in the Old West. And it's like written in it's like in this style of like old books, like old like uh, West stories that they used to like uh, that they used to have out there. Um, uh, so Buster Scruggs is the first uh, like the ballad of Buster Scruggs is the first story. And it's about like a uh, gunslinger who's like the fastest gun in the West. And it starts with him just like murdering people as he goes. And, you know, he's like singing and he's got a guitar and he's playing music and murdering people. It's kind of weird. You know, because it seems like a like a fun, like kind of like Western, you know, almost like musical. And then like, you know, he quick draws on people and kills them before they even draw their weapons. Um, But then in the end of that particular story, he's killed by someone who is just like a little bit faster than him. And it's just like, that's it. Like, that's what it is to be a gunslinger. Like, you're only as fast, you know, or you're you're only uh, alive. As, uh, as long as you can be the fastest. And if you're, you know, if you're not the fastest, then you're going to die. You're going to be uh, kind of like you're going to lose to the next person who's going to take your place. So it's I supposed to be out like, of all these films that came out in this year. You're going to pick. I just I'm, I'm just looking at pictures. I'm just surprised. Very it's surprised. really good. It's really good. You really have to watch it. Um, and for those of you who have, you'll probably understand, like, there's like it's beautifully shot. It's the Cohen brothers, so you you're, you're oh, familiar. Okay, like, okay, that, that adds a little bit more context. 
with their with their kind of filmmaking. Yeah. And the stories aren't related to each other in any way, but they're all really interesting. Um, there's a really good one of Liam Neeson. Uh, he's like oh, cool. a uh, a carnival kind of like um, I don't know. He 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 like has like an act. He's got a guy in the back of his like little like wagon who has no arms and no legs, who's really good at reciting monologues. Okay. So he brings this guy from like town to town and people are like clapping and like, you know, like giving them money because like, wow, like this guy is an amazing, like this, you know, dude with no arms and legs is an amazing actor and like speaker. Uh, But then like, as time goes by, they're not making as much money. And in the end, he ends up buying a chicken that can like, uh, like I don't know, like the chicken has like, like it's like a trick thing. Like the chicken has like psychic powers or something, but it's just a chicken. It's like a trick thingy. He buys it from a dude, and then, like literally, uh, you don't know what happens, but you're. It's implied that he just like leaves the 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 dude with no arms and no legs, like basically like throws him off of a bridge. <laughs> it's I'm very dark. I am watching the the a very small trailer on the computer, and I'm like, okay, I can see maybe why uh, you might like that film, but uh, it's, I, I've it's never really seen it. Good. It's really cool. good. James Franco's well, in it, like Nelson, like I said, Liam Neeson. But definitely one I would recommend. I know there's other amazing movies that year, but that one just like sticks with me. Every now and then, I'll like watch one of the little stories, like one of the little vignettes in uh, Netflix. If I'm just like looking for something to watch, it's just really cool. It's shot really beautifully too. But... So I'm just gonna go with the rest of the world for my okay. answer. Okay. All right. Go and, ahead. And I got I got to pick Avengers and Infinity War. I just yeah. like out of all the films that came out that year, I just like you know, I don't know that I I we waited so long for that film to come out. I think we were teased and teased and, you know, and I was a little skeptical whether or not they could pull it off. Thor Ragnarok, we just talked about, gave us, gave me some hope. Um, I like Black Panther. It's not why I go see a a superhero movie, to be honest, but I liked how it was different. I did appreciate that. But I just, Infinity War just is what a superhero movie is supposed to be. You know, and I, I would say it's, I, I mean, though the ending of Endgame, and we can talk about this in a little bit. We probably won't. I don't think it's either of our favorites for 2019. But um, the end of Endgame is is epic as can be, right? But the over the overall movie of Infinity War is just like amazing, and it just really ramps up, and it, it it's rewatchable. Even though they lose in the end, there's just something about watching a story of Thanos, because that's what that movie is about. And that's what makes it different and unique that really, really, I just, I just loved it. I just, I, I just yeah. ended up. Yeah. I, I knew you were going to pick Infinity War as your, I, I, I don't know what else to pick. Uh, <laughs> no, and, and that's why I was like, we're going to talk about this. I don't have to pick Infinity War. So, um, but <laughs> yes, because the setting up in like the actual invasion of earth is more, was more interesting than them like kind of winning in the end. Because you knew that they were, right? You knew at some point they were going to triumph over Thanos. But watching him succeed, you know, and as you said, like, it's really his movie, you know, and you're, like, watching him from the beginning, like, this was my plan. I'm finally, like, enacting it. It's happening. And at the very end, what does he do? He just, like, he hangs it all up. And he's like, I'm done. 
my work is done. And like, there's something like kind of cool about that because it makes you feel like, well, he's not, he, he's a tech, like, he's obviously like, like, uh, you know, there's something terribly wrong with this guy, but you know, he, he set out to do what he, like what he wanted to do and he accomplished it. And then he was like, he wasn't like, I'm going to be like the king of the universe now. He's like, no, I'm done. He set things right again. So it makes him like way more dangerous and kind of way more scary at the same time, because it's like, well, you- you, you feel the you feel the sense of you feel the sense of loss with everyone else in that movie. Like mm-hmm. I don't think I really got. I mean, yeah, there's other movies that can maybe accomplish that, but that's the down. That's the downside of Marvel movies that I think I've always had is that they tend to resolve the problem in one film. It doesn't really ever carry over too much to the next film. Right. And like, like you know, you you got you got you know the, all the Avenger movies just like okay, bad guy, we win, and then. All the individual movies are like bad guy. Okay, we won. Bad guy, we won. There's some kind of like little inkling that kind of moves forward, right? And I think that's where I kind of was like, okay, give us some big bad guy. Give us something crazy. Give us something that's hard, right? Like it's almost like you're the game. The the the, the movies got too easy, even though I you know they're fun to watch. But like Thanos, like was that challenge that we needed to see them fail to. Yep. Right. Yep. So I just. Oh, it's just such a. I just. I think it. I. It ex- way exceeded my expectations of whatever that movie could have been. I think Endgame. You, know, you can loop that in there. It, it even ex- it exceeds that story. It makes that. It makes Infinity War even make more sense by just adding that movie to it. Just how like you know it resolves and how they decide to you know finalize the story of all the characters and all the stuff. I don't want to go into details on Endgame because. But it hasn't been a year yet, so it's that's still spoiler territory. I don't know. Is it it's still in spoiler territory? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but <laughs> spoilers, uh, Avengers win. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I was gonna say, my aunt used to my. You remember the movie uh, Armageddon with Bruce Willis? Of course you do. Oh yeah, with animal crackers. I remember yes. those. Oh god! <laughs> of all the things to bring up, anyways. Um, <laughs> I remember my brother had bought it on VHS, and yep. uh, he he before he himself had waste, seen it. Waste, waste of money. <laughs> yes, yes, it was. Uh, he he before he had seen it himself, he um he let my aunt borrow it. My aunt watched it, returned it to him. She was just like, "Oh yeah, it was pretty good." He died hero in the end, uh, referring to Bruce Willis. And oh, so geez. that that phrase, "He died hero in the end." Is just like a common a common phrase when we talk about movies, and uh, so yeah, <laughs> listeners, you want to know the spoiler for Avengers Endgame? He died hero in the end. Oh, That's all you really I, need. You don't know who? Take yeah. a wild guess. Somebody did. Um, no, Avengers: Infinity War. Uh, great, so fun. great movie. Um, yeah. What else? There was another movie, and I want to just go also 2018. Though, I have to just say this movie title: uh, Into the Spider Verse. I'm just gonna throw that out of there in the world. Right. Oh my Great god. Movie. Oh man. Now I'm reconsidering. I didn't know oh, <laughs> man, that was 2018. I know. I I know. I had to right watch it end. for it's over the, like six weeks, but uh, <laughs> it was a great film. It was like it was one of the best Spider-Man movies ever made. I man, it's, it's right. We, that was an ongoing thing that you kept bringing up on our show last season. Well, there, you kept right? asking me if I had finished it yet, and I hadn't. <laughs> but <laughs> I was still very interested in it. I loved it, and then I watched it again, and I loved it even more. And I can't wait for the sequel because I really love the the Spider-Man from 2099, the uh, future Spider-Man there. I love that costume and the 
I have a few of those comics. But anyways, we digress. Um, so that's 2018. Okay. Now, Justin. 2019's a fun one to do, right? It's hard because I haven't seen a lot of these movies. It's, it's okay. Like, now is about the time I'd be seeing them. Like I'm getting ready. Like I'm I'm planning on seeing Joker next week. <laughs> well, let's talk about the, what what everyone else watched that we weren't able to. Yes. You have that what were the highest grossing films of? Should we do it? I'll I, do it I, I think. Oh, all right, go for it. I'll just do it. I have it. So number ten, Jumanji: The Next Level. Number nine. People love those movies. People love huh? those movies. People love say, the new Jumanji I watched movies. The like, second okay. ha- I, I watched the second half of the first one because it was odd when I got home and Amber was watching it. Because we actually, when we bought our TV, I think we got like two free Sony movies. So we got like that and Spider-Man. Because oh, I didn't okay. know what else to get. And, you know, uh, Jumanji, it was fun. It was funny. I could see why people like it. I appreciate yeah. it. Fair enough. Because um, it wasn't trying to be Robin Williams. It wasn't trying to like copy that. It was trying to be. No, it seemed like it's different. doing its own thing. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, number nine, Aladdin. Number eight, Ooh. which is obviously it didn't do as well as some other Star Wars films. Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker. Yep. Um, Toy Story four, Joker, which I'm surprised to see it that high. Uh, Captain Marvel, Spider Man: Far From Home, Frozen two. The Lion King in Avengers Endgame, which is now the number one movie ever made, ever of all time. So, is it really? Yeah, it, it, it beat it right at the end there. It got past Avatar. <laughs> Don't worry, Avatar two, two is coming coming soon. At two million or two billion yeah. seven hundred ninety seven million eight hundred thousand. 564 as of as of 2019 i don't know if it's still in theater somewhere i, I don't think it would be but they'll, they'll try to re-release it again sometime <laughs> like, they'll really they'll re-release them both just well, to, just to you give them they, some breathing room they released it again like like with new footage did you remember yep. that like yep. it's like I oh come that. see the hulk do something else <laughs> it's like literally like 30 seconds of something but yeah they got people in the theaters again to see it it's amazing um so justin what was your favorite movie Rise of Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker. Okay. I, I have to. I'm going to bring Star That's, Wars. I mean, here. it's 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 <laughs> it's kind of mine too. So let's we can just talk about it. The only other one that I had was um, Eddie Murphy in Dolomite oh. is my name, but uh, okay, it's a Netflix movie. It's fun. It, I mean, I would loop, favorite, I, I would it's... say Endgame. Endgame two was a good movie, but I just like I don't know Rise of Skywalker really. Um, I don't. I don't know. Should we should we plug our bonus episode we're going to be doing for our Patreon yes, page for the, for, for the month of March? Yeah, in the next uh, in the next week or so, um, we're going to be uh, releasing our first bonus episode for for Patreon. Um, uh, so if you're at a certain tier, you can get our, our monthly bonus episodes, and we do it on like just Star Wars stuff in general for the last like uh what was it like the last six months we did of star wars Roughly so we talked six, about the, yeah, the mandalorian we talked about rise of skywalker and mostly jedi Clone. fallen order though because we oh really that's right that jedi fallen order. yes oh my goodness but yeah rise of skywalker dude man like there's there's some there's things wrong with it sure there's problems there's like you know some choppy storytelling it's super fun though yeah it is super fun it was it was just fun to be it felt like i was watching a star wars movie again that's really what, what I loved about it. And I, I, I love people like complain about this, like, because you know, obviously there's still stuff coming out about this movie with, you know, comics and books and the novelization that just recently came out. I think I just showed you, 
I mean, I, I don't know. I think we're in spoiler territory for this stuff right now. So, but long story short, there's a lot of plot holes in the film. There's a ton of them all yep. over the place yep. because you don't need to know that information. It doesn't matter. It's not about what you're watching because that's, that's the beauty of Star Wars to me is that you don't need all the little extra stuff of why this and what that and where who. And at least that's not why I watch Star Wars movies. Well, I mean, yeah. that's what the very first Star Wars movie that came out when, when it was uh, A New Hope, there was all this backstory. They were like, oh, I served with your father in the Clone Wars. Well, what are the Clone Wars? Nope, not going to tell you. Mm-hmm. You know, there yep. was tons of that. There was tons of what what was like world building. Um, but, you know, a lot of things you didn't, you just didn't need to know. In some cases, like if you wanted to know, like it's like, how much how much more would it really enrich the story if I found out yeah. like how the Emperor survived? I still like to yeah. believe that he just... fought the Balrog on the way down and survived. <laughs> it's all according to plan. But you yeah. just all you need to know though, Paul, is that the dead speak. That's that's it. That's, that's all you need to know. <laughs> <laughs> Only him? Or is it every dead person speaking? Or is it all force ghosts speaking? Yeah. But I, I mean really the there's so there's so many there's so many great moments in that film. I, I we've only I think both of us have both watched it twice. Where you watched it, you know, one day after the next. Yeah, I watched and, it days uh, in a row. Never done we got that. We to see it together, which is unusual. I think out of all these films, we got to see in theaters together. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, I it's it was my fa- obviously my favorite movie of the year. The one I was most excited about. You know, Endgame, great. Like again, epicness. We talked about that already. But yeah, I don't really see. I don't. There's no other movies that I've seen through that year that just really top it. And I probably could have said Star Wars for almost every year here, but I try, I tried not to. <laughs> well, here, but... let me ask you this. And this is kind of like, I think, at the heart of why, for both of us, I think The Rise of Skywalker was our favorites for 2019. Would you, I like, I feel like I could watch Rise of Skywalker again. Like, I'm at mm-hmm. the point now where I'm like, yeah, I could watch it a third time now. Um, mm-hmm. I don't really have the desire to watch Endgame again. Like I, I watched Endgame. Tw- I have seen Endgame twice. Mm-hmm. I watched it both t- both times in theaters because after I saw Endgame, I just and the reason why I saw it a second time because I didn't see it with Amber the first time. Oh. So it was driving me crazy. I couldn't talk about it with her. <laughs> so mm, yes, like, okay. So I'm like, let's go, let's go see it together. I really want to see it again and because the ending is really exciting and I want to I want to experience it with you. And. Since then, I mean, I have a Disney Plus, and I could easily have watched it on there. I, I thought I would be seeing it again when it came to digital. But after I go sit down, like I don't, I, I want like a condensed, like a cliff note version of this movie. Like it's just really long, and like I just will just turn on the end battle. That's all I watch, just the end battle, and then that's all I need. Because I don't need anything from the beginning, though it's not bad. You know, it's just yeah, yeah. It, it's it, it is it is a very long movie that I don't think any of the parts in that movie is filler, but yet at the same time, it's not what I want to see again when I go to watch it again, I guess. I don't know. So yeah, like I think about like that's like the ending. It just feels like it's very long. You know, when I think about that ending, just because like it is resolving all these things and like the, the main part of the story is done. And I don't know it like, like for seeing it in theaters, like the first time it was like, that's, the right amount of time to spend on this ending but like i don't know i don't know if i would want to watch it again i probably i would watch it again but i'd be like jumping around you know i'd be yeah. looking for certain parts to or watch it's maybe but, been a while but, but finally I, we I, got I, the infinity war itself like where we had those two sides you know and it's 
epic battle, like huge, mm-hmm. like a, such a huge scale. That's really how your um, what's a king of the monsters should have been. You should have been feeling that when you watched it, uh, like yeah. amazing, <laughs> like and just excited yeah. to see these things actually. All, all, all king of monsters was was just Godzilla versus what the whatever that the the triple headed oh Ghidorah dragon. King Ghidorah. Yeah, it's just him fighting him over and over again. That's all it was. Really? It was just like never ending. Oh. It's just like because he supposedly was an alien from outer space and was taking over Godzilla's king kingdom. I don't oh, know. is that the is that the story? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And all the other monsters were listening to Gojira, Gajira, whatever. But I do want to shout out Detective Pikachu. Great movie that came out <laughs> last year. I like that movie a lot. Yes, Reco- highly recommend it. So, but yeah, that's that's all of the de- all of the movies for the decade. All of our favorites. Yeah. So, so Justin, all- do you know? Do you know what your favorite is? You're gonna I, try I and did, put it on me. I'm trying to get it to you. No, I already, I know the I knew the answer in the first part of the show. Uh, I didn't talk about this in 2015 because it's my final favorite. What is it, Justin? So this is the thing. This is like a this is like a double whammy. You're also asking me what my favorite Star Wars movie is from Disney at the same ah, time. So your favorite sequel. Not my favorite. Well, the, like the, all the Disney movies, all the Disney okay. stuff, right? Because that's yes. all that's happened in the past, you know, decade was just Disney Star Wars movies. So, after really hard consideration, and maybe this might change, I, I have to say my favorite movie of the decade is Force Awakens. I can't, I can't, I can't pick anything else. Like that's just my ultimate favorite of all the movies that came out the entire of the decade. Yeah, it's just, it's it's still really fun to watch man like it's it it gives you like there was such hope right for like what was what the future was going to hold and i know it didn't go exactly as everybody thought it would go but um it certainly like opened up new possibilities it made it kind of paid off a little bit of fan service here and there Mm -hmm. you know but it didn't feel too like it was knocking you over the head with it it felt like original and new enough that it didn't you know it didn't feel as stale. I know it was like very similar. Like, okay, Star Killer Base is a big, um, that, like a bigger version the of the Death Star, but yeah. And that's the thing that I, I I sit here and I you know being as big of a Star Wars fan as I am. I mean, I know you are too, but like I'm kind of like up there, me and Amber, you know, because we're having it's a kind of a combo thing when it comes to Star Wars. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like I waited, I I I had waited so long to see Luke Skywalker and Harrison Ford on the big screen. You know, it's the first. It was the first film that me and Amber got to see in theaters together as Star Wars fans because we didn't know each other when the prequels came out. Yep. And you know, it's like it was a kind of a big moment for both of us just to see a Star Wars movie in theaters. You know, as a as a as a married couple, you know, like going there and just like kind of just like just absorbing it and just having that fun ride again that I don't think you really got from the prequels too much. Like, it just kind of like like because we had watched like what you know Episode Four and you know you know, five and six, like over and over and over again. Like it almost like you lose that sense of like just new excitement where force awakens really kind of brought that back. And I, all the complaints that it copies the new hope too much. And it, it's not as good because of that stuff. I'm just like, I don't, I never understood that. I'm like, this is, this has new characters though. And they're, they're not carbon copies. Like Ray is like, you never really got a character like her before. Yep. The same yep. with Finn. You know, and then the characters that I returned have changed a little bit, you know, and I don't think that's a bad thing. 
you know, it's like, so I don't see the whole, like, oh, yeah, it's just like, you know, giving the data to the droid and the droid does this, and then this happens and this happens. And it's like, I don't know. Like, I, I, I didn't even notice that when I first saw the film. <laughs> you know, being a service fan, I just, like, I guess I just was so wrapped up in, like, how fun the venture was, just seeing the interaction between Finn and Ray, which I wish we got more of that, to be honest, like, later in the, the, the trilogy. But, I know. I know. I know. But I, it's great. I, I loved it. Like, it was a great movie. I was just, like, as happy as can be. I, I eventually, like, after time, though, that movie kind of, like, I lost my interest in it because I think it just, you, you kind of fell into that whole thing. It's like, well, I don't know all the answers yet. I'm tired of, like, not knowing who Ray is. I'm tired. I, mean, I think that's really what kind of deterred the trilogy a little bit. It's like, everyone just wants the answer. They just want to know what happened. And, like, I just kind of even, like, lost interest in Force Awakens for a couple of years. And that's why... The Last Jedi was kind of interesting to me because it was the next new thing. But now looking back, that movie just kind of set the tone, and I really liked it. And yeah, that's that's my that's that's my favorite. I'll so, stop talking. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes it's just fun to watch things that make you happy, right? Why, yep. like, like at the same time, like while I had a lot of problems with the Last Jedi, um, there were still lots of cool things in that movie. There were still lots of cool things in The Force Awakens, even though there's problems with them. It's not like these movies are perfect. Far mm -hmm. from it. But there's just something about them that's, like, resonated with us and just really, really like them. And this is what, this is, okay, so my my favorite, my overall favorite, and it's in a, not in a similar vein, but in, a, in the same vein in, in that I've been following this series for a very long time, and I often feel like, I don't know anybody else that has watched all of them, but it's Fury Road. It's Mad Max Fury Road. Like, I love the character of Mad Max. I love the first one. I love the Road Warrior. Beyond Thunderdome is kind of hard to get through, um, but there's still even parts of that that are interesting and good and, and, and really fun to watch. Good song. And I just, uh, I love, yes, yeah, very good song. We don't need another hero. Thank you, <laughs> Tina. Uh, so, but Mad Max Fury Road, man, like I, I, I was, I wanted it to succeed so badly. Like I was like pulling for the movie before I even saw it. And then I just, I just distinctly recall sitting in the theater and just like looking at my wife and just laughing, just laughing and like yeah. having a genuinely good time in the theater. Like this is what it's for. Like it's fun to watch the movie, like on the small screen, but there was nothing like seeing it yeah. on a huge screen you know, just seeing all these crazy things and so much practical effects, you know, so many practical effects and, you know, actual stunts and real explosions. Like, I miss that about movies, you know? I really do. I really miss seeing things um, realistically, you know? Uh, but, yeah, I really hope that there's another installment in the future. But I've 20, gushed about 20, it enough. 2015 is a good year, I guess. It was a good year for film. That was a good year. If I was to say what was my favorite year of film during this whole thing, I would say that one. It was yeah. a lot of good stuff. But no, uh, I, uh, I, I, uh, yeah, no, that was, that was awesome. I, I think that was uh, an awesome episode. So, but we have more episodes planned, I guess, right? Yes, right? we We're do. Not, this, is the, this isn't the end of the second season, right? This is, there's more, right? What? Oh, <laughs> oh, doing more? Oh, okay. I guess we can do more. Well, Justin, why don't you tell us what's on the schedule for next week? Well, next week we're gonna, you know, take a break from movies. We just talked about a lot of them, yep. um, and we realized last season we 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 you know we covered our favorite NES game. 
yeah. cover favorite Sega games. So if you haven't heard those, go go listen to those. Um, and even arcade game, we even talked about that. We even um, talked about favorite Mario game. We got very specific. Um, but we're going to talk about our favorite PlayStation 2 game. Because we didn't own a PlayStation 1. So, <laughs> Listener, <laughs> but like... You might under you must understand this though, and I think people would understand that like almost everybody had a PlayStation Two at one point, and I think like there are a lot of games that came out for the PS Two, and I feel like we've got a lot to talk about. So I'm very excited for this talking about our favorite PS Two game. Yes, that's right. So, but that will be next week. I think I don't think we have much else to talk about. I feel like we had more to talk about. I think that's it though, right? No, go watch some of these movies we talked about. If you haven't seen Fury Road or The Force Awakens, what are you doing? Go watch them. I mean, I don't know. If you're, if you're listening to this podcast, I don't know why you haven't watched a Star Wars movie yet. I really don't understand. Yeah. Yeah. Seems, uh... Actually, you know what? A movie you probably haven't seen is Blade Runner 2049. Go watch Blade Runner. Go watch yes. that. Yes. Go or watch that. Ba- or this ballad of Butch Cassidy and the San- Sundance Kid. I don't know Shut what it's up. called. <laughs> the ballad of Buster Scruggs. It's good. <laughs> Help me, listeners. <laughs> Defend me. <laughs> right. Well, this has been playing favorites, Paul. Did you know that? <laughs> this is. <laughs> but I'm practice. Paul. We're, we're, we're so out of practice. Have a good night, guys. We'll see you next week. He's Justin. Good night. <laughs> <laughs>